podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to wherever you may be. We're part of the 90 Minute Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to be talking all things Chelsea. My name is Olivia Bazaglo and joining me today is Charlie Skillen. Now, Charlie, before I ask you how you are, I know what the answer is going to be again. But no we have comment. To talk- yeah, Frank Lampard, of course, our, arguably our greatest ever player, our record goal scorer, the guy that joined us 18 months ago with a transfer ban, got the kids playing who are now a massive part of the first team, got Champions League or in the last 16 of the Champions League through to the FA Cup, five points off the top four, but that still wasn't good enough. Frank Lampard has been sacked. Rumours are Thomas Tuchel um, is coming in. Charlie, how... I'm still gutted. I think it settled a little bit today, but I'm still angry at the whole situation. How are you feeling about it today? Yeah, same as you, Olivia. I'm absolutely fuming. I I think, yeah, again, it's it's just this board acted disgracefully. Um, I've spoken to so many people who aren't interested in going back to Stamford Bridge for the foreseeable future, um, obviously, when we are allowed to go back. And... I just, I just, I just, I just can't believe they they've acted now. I think it's so. I think they would have seen the, from the reaction that it was the wrong decision. That they, in this season in particular, with everything so mm-hmm. tight and it being so odd, with you know the games tightly packed and no fans and all the rest of it, um, it's a it's a ludicrous decision. Really is. Um, I feel very sorry for Frank, and I'm just, I'm just raging at the club. To be honest, I, I just, it's, uh, it's killed a lot of my faith in them. Do you? You mentioned going back into the stadiums. Obviously, we're going to have a different manager, whoever that may be, um, when that happens. Can you see the Chelsea fans being able to, <clears throat> sorry, being able to um, show their emotions? even when a new manager sat in the dugout because they haven't got the chance to do it now when Frank Lampard has been sacked. He he didn't get that send-off as a player and now he's not getting that send-off he deserves as a manager. So do you reckon Chelsea yeah, fans will voice their opinions in a few months' time when we're allowed back in Stamford Bridge? Yeah, absolutely, I think they will. Um, but I also think it's a big part of the reason why they did it now because fans are out of sight and out of mind. Um, I remember when they sat Di Matteo and brought Benitez in and the reaction to that, um, the Man City at home game, that was like that was like a cauldron of hate, Stamford Bridge that day. Um, yeah. And they were shocked by that. And I, I think they've done it now to um, avoid a repeat of that. Um, yeah. I think it's only, it's only right that they should feel the full force of it when fans are allowed back. And I'm just... Um, and that, that, that's, if, that's if a lot of people go back because I know I know a lot of people who who have said well they, obviously they've said in the heat of moment yesterday that they won't be going back when fans are allowed. Um, yeah. Personally, I think it's I, I just think it it shows that the club have got no interest in maintaining a relationship with the fan. it's fans. It shows the club have no interest in creating the culture for the club that they promised they would. Um, they're, they're just going to keep with this hire and fire mentality. They've got no interest in bringing through the youth players. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a very despondent time to be a Chelsea fan. Are you worried about 
the youth that Frank Lampard so brilliantly brought through last season and this season. Are you worried about that under Thomas Tuchel? Rumours, obviously, of course, that he's going to be the new Chelsea manager. Are you worried that they're not going to have such a significant part to play going forward? Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, why why would he? Why would he take the chance on youngsters? Why has he got any inclination to bring them through? You know, he, he knows that he's in the job for 18 months top. So, so what is it to him that Tino Andrin gets game time? You know what I mean? Yeah. What is it to him to blood Billy Gilmore into one of the best midfielders in the Premier League? You know, he's, he's probably better off sending Gilmore on loan. I'm sure that's what we will see happen. Um, yeah, I, to, to me, I remember, this is how old I am, unfortunately. I remember being picked up from school uh, and my mum told me Rude Hullett had been sacked. And I was... <laughs> so upset that I burst into tears and I feel a bit like that. <laughs> that was the same for me when Mourinho got sacked the first time. I remember my mum came in in the morning as I was getting ready for school and she said, Mourinho's just been sacked. And I remember I burst into tears. And then when I got home that day, I literally was sat on my computer in my room just Googling, thank you, Jose Mourinho videos. <laughs> <laughs> and just sat there crying. But listen, I, I think, I think, fans are allowed to get emotional I think this is the most attached to a club we've ever been and, and perhaps we will ever be given that Abramovich didn't have any there was no sort of I can't think of the word but towards Frank Lampard and being our greatest ever player and, and, and being given the chance to turn it around that just wasn't there he's ruthless right. and what when when I'm thinking about this situation what like what angers you the most what frustrates you the most about how well like about the situation around, you know, these last few weeks, you know, six weeks ago, we were top of the league. So it yep. just shows how quickly things can turn around. But but is it, you know, was it Lampard's style of play? Was it his tactics? Was it the players? Was it the board? Was it a mix of everything? What's, what's frustrated you the most about the circumstances that led to Lampard being sacked? Um, well, I, I, I think in the stories that have come out since, I, I, the players' um, relationships mm. with each other and with, Lampard, um, those stories don't make for great reading, so that's massively frustrating. I think the most frustrating thing of all is just the lack of vision from the club. Um, yeah. Like what Lampard was coming in fresh from his sole managerial season in the championship. We know yeah. that that is not a Max Allegri appointment. That is not a, you know, a, a, anyone else, anyone else that you're on main a, a two shell appointment, if you like. Yeah, that's not that appointment. That is an appointment to change the culture of the club, bring through young players, all the rest of it, and then we've jacked that in at the first you know time that we've had four or five bad results. So that is so frustrating that we've we've almost moved the goalposts, if you like, on on what's expected um, from him and his reign and and this period, and and suddenly. You know, we're just we're just completely back to square one in terms of what do we want to be? What do we want to achieve as a club? That that's that's what I can't get my head around. What is the end goal here from the club? Like, what what do they what do they want to achieve from this? Because they keep telling us that they want you know this this long established culture of the club where the youth team players play the same way and you know there's yeah. this overarching strategy. And I think they look very enviously at the clubs that do have that. And you can so clearly see the clubs that do have that. You know, Klopp um, in Liverpool, I think um, Nuno at Wolves, 
they've got this like overarching strategy and everyone's kind of pulling in the same direction yeah i was i i think ex i just think when i looked back at this appointment and i know at the time that we the situation we were in frank lampard and joni morris were po possibly the perfect men for the job and they were they were inexperienced and they knew that but you can never turn down your dream job but that's mm. what i that's what i thought was a turning point for chelsea i thought they're hiring someone with a three-year project in mind you know the first year we know it'll be rocky second year we're not sure what's going to happen but third year when, when those players those new players have you know played together for a while in a year that's so different it's not like a normal season where you can you know i mean have a pre-season you know all your all your players can play together very quickly injuries also been difficult but that's what i thought was a turning point so it's just so disappointing to see like you said us back to square one and there's not enough managers there's not enough good world-class <laughs> managers out out there to be doing this merry-go-round of managers. It's not going to work forever. And this is when I thought Klopp finished eighth in his first season, finished fourth in his second season. It took him four years to even win one trophy. Yeah, like, uh, you know, so I, I, I remember Rich would have sacked Klopp, no two ways. 100% oh, he, he would have sacked Klopp. What about Arteta and Solskjaer? Yeah, be, they, they'd, they'd have been straight out, yeah. Exactly. So it's just because it's Chelsea and I'm I'm praying before we turn our attentions to Tuchel, I'm just praying that run Frank Lampard, because I've got no doubt he's going to be a successful manager. Absolutely no doubt. So I mm. I don't know whether it's it's been left on the worst terms that he can't come back. But part of me is hoping that once he goes out there and gets that managerial experience that, you know, that people say he desperately needs, that he can come back and, and for a second stint at Chelsea and be the manager that, you know, everyone knows he can be. So I'm praying that that, um, that that happens. But we have to turn our attention to Thomas Tuchel, who is apparently coming in. I'm not as optimistic about this arrival. I would have preferred to have waited with Lampard and if it didn't work out, have Nagelsmann in the summer. But what do you make of, of Tuchel's so-called appointment? Oh, I couldn't care less. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, well, I mean, it, it makes you feel like that, doesn't it? Because, you yeah. know, what's the point? We're, we're, like, we're not going to be saying, talking about him in two years, are we? He's, yeah, he's gone. this is the thing. Um, this is, yeah. I, I, uh, Tuchel, I, I, think, I think the main thing for me is he left both his last jobs because of, of rows with the board. Oh. So I, I, don't think, I don't think there's any prizes for getting, um, how this one ends. Well, just it doesn't sound like a good a good match, does it? No, it and the really... fact that yeah, the fact that he tried to buy both Rudiger and Jorginho for PSG yeah uh, doesn't feel confident either because they're both rubbish. Well, those I know there are only rumours at the moment, but you know there's rumours that the older players were getting irritated that the younger players were getting giving a chance. Is that yeah. the sort of thing you can see happening as a Chelsea fan? Can you see that that unrest in the in the dressing room that's caused you know? players to then feel a little bit like well I haven't done anything wrong but those experienced players having much of a say and really they should be sit back and and you know cheering on these young players and getting behind them can you see that happening yeah 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 of course I can of course I can particularly you know it, it, it's those senior players that were letting the team down so badly at times last season and this season um yeah. if the reporter to be believed and look People say, obviously, I've worked in the media for a long time. Um, people say, oh, they're just making it up. It's like, it's not just made up. You can't just make things up. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's not legal to publish things about someone if you can't stand that story up to be true, if you, if you can't corroborate that with multiple sources. But it's, yeah. not, it's not made up. So these things will have gone on. Um, and, if you know, if the names are right, people like Antonio Rudiger, there was lots of talk that, there was a senior group of players who kind of outed the manager 
that that was probably true at the time as well. And but that was all well and good. But those players were international captains and and were the best players in the Premier League. The senior players they're on about at the minute can't get in the side. Um, and I, th- I I I think it's kind of one of been one of the biggest failings over the last two years is that we haven't had enough of the 28, 29 year olds um, in the team uh, mm. because they're not good enough. Jorginho isn't good enough. Antonio Rudiger isn't good enough. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we've had we've had a bunch of kids and people like Thiago Silva. Uh, yeah. Kept the, the the situation with Kepa, I think, has played a massive part, and like, it just is pointless playing Kepa as we, as we saw on Sunday. It's pointless playing him in any game because because yeah. he will he will cost us at least one goal. Um, and I, I, the other thing I, I think is I don't think you can overestimate how important um, the performances of, of Havertz and Werner are to this decision. I think um, that's why a German's been brought in. You know, we've built the squad out of German players and ex-Bundesliga players, if you count people like uh, Christian Pulisic and people yeah. who've worked with Tuchel before, like Thierry Silva, um, who also yeah. didn't get on with him, by the way. Um, I think that the club was back big signings playing so badly this season. I don't think they could hack it. And I think that's why that's that's a huge reason why Lampard was sacked and, and they now they now have to produce those two. They, yeah, you're definitely right. But I, I mean, I read somewhere yesterday that out of all those signings, Ben Chilwell was one of the only ones that Frank Lampard wanted, and others mm-hmm. were board signings, especially Kai Havertz. Apparently, he was he was the biggest board signing. So the board of see it seems, or it's reported that the board of signed players and then blamed Frank Lampard, who didn't want those players, when it's all gone wrong. And just because Thomas Tuchel is German. That doesn't mean that you're going to get the best out of Werner and Havertz. It might just be that they're not suited to the Premier League, the Premier League style. I think Werner, for me, is one of those players that will 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 score goals. I think he will. I, I, I have no doubt about that. But I'm not sure about Havertz because the Premier League sometimes is just too difficult a league for players to just come in and swan in and just play how they want. It doesn't work like that. And yeah. uh, do you do you can you see Thomas Tuchel getting the best out of Kai Havertz? I think that's down to Kai Havertz, really. Um, I, I, you know, I think it, it's these are international footballers. I mean, Kai Havertz is still a young player. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's only incredibly talented. And that's the thing people forget. Although these players cost a lot of money, they're still they're still the same age as who we see as the kids. You know, yeah. they're, they're the same age as Mountain Abraham and Reese James. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of space for them to develop. So I, yeah. I haven't lost faith in either of them by any means, but. There's, there's no doubt about it. They've both been appalling this season. Yeah. Havertz has Havertz suffered badly with coronavirus, but by and large has, has been shocking. I thought he was I thought he was a disgrace against Leicester. Yeah. Um, and in terms of Tuchel getting the best out of them, I mean, he, he has to. Otherwise, he'll go as yeah. well. Well, I mean, he's only been given an eighteen-month contract, so I can't really see that being extended. Um, no. What does this mean? What does this mean for Chelsea going forward then for the rest of this season? What's what's a successful season? Because we're currently five points off the top four. If Tuchel comes in and and we don't get European football or we get the Europa League, like what is now considered a success? Because I don't think many Chelsea fans are even going to care how the rest of this season goes because Frank Lampard isn't in charge. No, no, I can say I can certainly see that being the case. Um, 
I mean, it has to be top four, doesn't it? I mean, Lampard yeah. was sacked because it looked like we weren't going to get top four, so that has to be that has to be it now. Um, yeah, I would say four and progressing past Atletico in the Champions League, and and a deep run in the FA Cup. So that's why I say it has to be the absolute minimum now. Atletico Madrid is going to be very tough, but of course yeah, we'll, we have. We'll lose. <laughs> love your optimism charlie love it um we've got so we've got wolves on wednesday um this was to me one of the games that i thought lampard would be given and um, evidently not um yeah. is it going to be the most infuriating thing in the world if we see a complete reaction from these players whoever's in the dugout if we see a performance that we've been wanting to see for so many weeks under frank lampard is that can you see that happening can you see us going and beating wolves comfortably uh, yeah, I can because uh, we can beat Wolves. Like we're, we're, you know, player for player, we're better than them. They're a much better team than us and have been for the last yeah. few weeks, few um, months, because they've got an ideology behind the club, um, and and that's why everyone's pulling in the same direction. There, they've been on a very poor form. Yeah. Um, in fact, the last team they beat was, guess who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chelsea, what a surprise. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, I mean, look, whoever whoever the manager is, you do you do tend to get this little bounce, don't you? When, when something in the club changes and the pressure is just released off a little bit, then players can maybe play a bit freer, a bit more of their natural game and, and you know... Um, I, it wouldn't surprise me if if, if Chelsea wins or not. Yeah. Oh, Charlie, it's been a hard one. Do you know what I mean? It's been a really it's, hard. It's been horrible. It's been horrible. To talk yeah, about. I feel. It, I'm, I'm not just... apologising, Livia. I'm in. I'm in a foul mood. Yeah, I'm still just absolutely gutted about this whole situation. I'm still shocked. Um, I'm sad. Uh, and but like I said earlier, I just hope that one day, once Frank Lampard has, you know, he said today. I, I read today that he's he's he's. This hasn't, you know dented his confidence he still he wants to return to management as soon as he can and hopefully when he gets that experience he can come back to Chelsea um for another stint but thank you so much Charlie for yeah recording a very difficult pod today um that's always <laughs> I've, I haven't I haven't enjoyed it I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um but yeah that's all we've got time for thank you so much for listening um if you could drop us a review that would be very much appreciated and um, subscribe if you haven't already and if you enjoyed what you heard today we'll be back again next week to review that Wolves game and look ahead to the upcoming games against Burnley and Tottenham, where Thomas Tuchel could very well be sat in the Chelsea dugout as the Chelsea manager. We'll see you all next time on Wherever You May Be. Sports Social Podcast Network.